can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you gotta get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! Welcome back to Home Court Static. I'm your host, Cameron Cunningham. And I'm Jackson. Uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, Season 2, Episode 5. Episode Cinco. For those of you in San Antonio, you know what that means. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be uh, breaking down our favorite to least favorite NBA teams from 1 to 30. To Not, not necessarily as in ranking-wise, but to like kind of watch as well. Like no, watch we, personal preference, you yeah. know. No, uh, no, we'll explain ESPN a little bit. Shows, yeah. yeah, like least favorite teams to watch and root for to favorite teams to watch and root and for. And y'all probably can guess the number one, but <laughs> and then also we're gonna we're gonna do a quick first month uh all star draft. Just starters, just five players. Yeah, team each cam, position. team jacks. Team cam team team jacks. So let's get it. Let's get it today. Uh, really quickly, I do want to uh, recognize uh, the Golden State Warriors for coming back on the Lakers last night. Yeah, that was a... It's the 19th. Uh, yesterday, they played the Lakers, and they were down 19, and they came back uh, and beat the Lakers, I think, 115-113. Uh, it's pretty incredible. And the Lakers were fully healthy. So, if this Warriors team starts clicking... We're gonna have some problems without Thompson too. You gotta think about that. without Thompson and and also I know that he's not gonna be back probably, but the recover. I'm just saying the recovery time for Achilles from Achilles rupture is four to six months. And I was reading an article that I know this is all like smoke and mirrors, but. Right when the finals would be starting, would be at the seven month mark from when he tore it. So he'd be month in recovery. So if they somehow made a way to where yeah, that's max where, month in recovery max. Yeah, exactly. If they somehow made it to where the Warriors were in the finals, and you just put him out there as a shooter, he doesn't even have to move around. That could be scary. His it's all smoke and mirrors, but yeah, yeah. that's a perfect scenario you know yeah i want to see him though. i mean we haven't yeah. seen him in so I miss, long i mean that's just a bummer <laughs> but uh the warriors well. had essentially four players uh scored 20 points andrew wiggins had 18 i'm just rounding up uh eric Peschel coming off the bench as a center as a small ball center had 19 seven curry had 26 and kelly Hubre had hit his best game of the year with 23 He's kind of been struggling a lot this season, so that's kind of why I've been a little worried about the Warriors. But they're seven and six, and they just beat the Lakers, and they seem to be finding some kind of rhythm and chemistry together. So keep an eye out for that. Plus, it's always good to watch the Lakers lose. Yeah, <laughs> I second that. Anyway, so we're gonna get into our. Favorite to least favorite, or I guess vice versa, least favorite to favorite NBA teams, starting with number 30, who do you have? I got the Timberwolves, dude. And what? why do you have the Timberwolves? I, I just, I don't know. I just, I've never really liked them personally, and they just have always been kind of at the bottom of my list. I've never Even liked. Even when they yeah. had Kevin Garnett, you know, like. Oh, yeah. They, like, they've always I had this, like, I still didn't really attitude. like them. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's just and like cat gets overhyped. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell kind of gets overhyped. When I was filling out, like making this list a little bit, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put them last." <laughs> last. I've got the Boston Celtics just because I hate the Boston Celtics. Number man. one seed. I do not like the Boston Celtics. Uh, they've had their fair share of winning, and in particular, I don't like the Boston Celtics right now like i don't like jason tatum i think he's one of those guys that like thinks he's the shit thinks that he's been there he thinks that he's already won he acts as if he's already won a ring and that he's the shit uh and it it showed a lot 
in the playoffs this year when they were facing the Heat. I was just watching. I was like, dude. And I'm pretty sure they went down against the Raptors too. Or they didn't go down. Or they were struggling to close out the Raptors. Right? I'm pretty sure. And, uh, you know, every time... It's like he's one of those guys that has to gloat. Like, every time he makes a layup, every time he makes a shot. Or, like, if the ref makes a bad call, he's, like, yelling at him. But the difference is he's not LeBron James. He's not... Kevin Durant, and I would argue not that even, Kevin Durant and LeBron don't Curry even either. they don't even and Curry and I would argue that those guys don't even do it as much as Jason Tatum doesn't. So when that, those guys do it, they do it to make a statement. And they're also they're also just nationally always publicized as this amazing team that's going to be a favorite every single year, like regardless of like the reality of the situation. Like you know, Gordon Hayward getting injured last season, I knew that was going to happen. But uh, I got the Celtics just because I really don't like the Celtics. Yeah, it's kind of the same way Um, I feel feel about the Timbs. 29, I'll share mine first. The Charlotte Hornets. I don't like the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, I got them pretty uh, low on the tunnel pole, too. They're, uh, I don't know, they're kind of just a boring team to watch. And also, they're also full, except it's even worse than the Celtics because they're not good. They're also full... The roster is full of guys that like think they're the shit and think that they've seen things in the league and like proven things in the league, but I don't even think they make the playoffs in like the last. Or I guess they made the playoffs with Kemba, but since Kemba left, they haven't made the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I'm just not high on the Charlotte Hornets. What about you? Who you got for? I got Kings. Kings? Yeah, the Kings. Yeah, they're Kings just. Are pretty I bad. think it's more of like just their team and they're not doing too well right now, and I don't think they've ever done well besides Chris Webber. And Mike Bibby, yeah, when <laughs> or in uh, in nineties uh, white chocolate, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean they have a good young core, but like, I think the the thing with the Kings is like their their ownership is weird. Like, they don't make good decisions. I don't think ever, they keep guys long, and they don't keep guys long. And they, and they always looking at their roster. They don't have really anybody that's like veteran. They always. They always have, like, selfish players that, like, need touches and need to shoot. Like, not to point any fingers, but, like, DeMarcus Cousins was like that. Uh, Harrison Barnes is like that. Uh, I don't want to say Rudy Gay was like that. Maybe he was like that until he came to the Spurs and learned how to play team basketball. But they, and Buddy Heald needs his shots. De'Aaron Fox, you know, is an offensive scorer. I think they just focus way too much on isolation offensive players. Than, rather than getting like other good players. Yeah, and developing a little bit. I've got the Minnesota Timberwolves at 28 uh, for the exact same reasons. <laughs> I don't really like them. I don't really like uh, their identity. They're kind of like this. They seem like a dirty team kind of sometimes. And uh, they're just, you know, they're not going anywhere. Like they can never, ownership is never able to like, get their players in a position to where they can make any kind of run. Uh, They had Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler didn't like what was going on, obviously. And so he wanted out, and he left. And he got them to the playoffs. So that speaks volumes under their ownership and, like, what's going on there. So I have them at 28. I have the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons are Pistons are twenty seven for me. (laughs) They've been bad for a long time. And it's just like a bunch of, like, has been it's got Blake Griffin, Derrick Rose. It's just like where uh, former All Stars that have suffered injuries or role players trying to that aren't satisfied with their role publicly go there to kind of like just get their numbers, like but get not like, get wins. You yeah, know what I mean? Confidence, maybe just keep their confidence going. Yeah, to play. like there's no real player development or like career development going on. In Detroit, and they haven't been good since like well, they a, won in the early what was it 2000, with two thousand what was it two thousand five maybe or two thousand six two thousand five or something oh no not two thousand five this is first two thousand six oh yeah had to have been two thousand six because uh, I remember seeing them on the two K yeah it was two thousand six uh, when they had uh, uh what's that guy's name. They had the same Hamilton. Yeah, Rip Hamilton. They had Rip Hamilton, uh, Tarim Prince, uh, Ben Wallace. Man, that was a good. They team. had a. It was like Bad Boys Two, like yeah, Bad Boys Two. That was a rough squad. I remember when the Spurs watching. They were good. The Spurs play them because I remember growing up 
playing two or you don't call it two K. Whatever it was, whatever it was. NBA Live. NBA Live back when that yeah, was. Yeah, playing my dad. I always played because the Pistons were always like the best, and so he was always Spurs. Yeah, I yeah, I got them at uh, twenty seven. Who do you have for uh, twenty seven? Bulls. You got the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. The Bulls are kind of like a similar thing. This is kind of like a a trend in the East. It, it's and it has been for for a last long, decade long time. at least. Yeah, I got the Hawks at twenty six. Uh, just because like they're they're either bad, <laughs> they're either bad, or they're a good regular season team that disappoints in the playoffs. They never seem to be able to like string together like deep runs in the playoffs, and it's slightly alarming. And also, I'm not in on Trey Young. Like, I think Trey Young will like put up great stats, but I'm not entirely sure if he'll ever be able to carry a team by himself as the main guy to the finals or the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever. I got the Bobcats. Got Bobcats. Yeah. For similar reasons. Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Or you mean the Hornets? <laughs> no, the Hornets. They used to be Bobcats. Uh yeah, they those guys they just think like they're really bad, but like they'll get like a surprising win every now and then, and they just act they get like one really good win against a good team, and then they act like they've won the whole thing, and like they they're the number one team in the league. It's like uh, y'all are like six or seven games below five hundred. You might want to calm down there. I've got uh, the Bulls at twenty five for the same reason. Ever since the Jordan. Ever, like honestly, if Michael Jordan isn't a bull, the Bulls would be like probably at the bottom of the list. Because yeah, if they don't get Jordan, they wouldn't have ever done anything. You know what I mean? And they had a little, they had something nice going when Derrick Rose was healthy and he won MVP in 2011. But then he went down. Yeah, and, and uh, down again. they never really recovered from that loss. Like when he went down, I know and it they was kind of cool the seeing Knicks the Bulls. Then, bulls merchandise started popping again yeah yeah it it did. and cool. then Derek rose had his own shoe and everything yeah and they were good yeah, they were the number one seed actually in 2011 uh over the heat yeah uh in that first year of the big three uh i've got uh the los angeles clippers as 24 or wait who do you have for 25 i got the raptors raptors man you got them that low yeah why because they're bad this year yeah and i kind of i didn't when I was filling out the list, they kind of just fit there. It's the only spot I had left. Oh, yeah. I kind of, like, went down. And then oh, I got you. You had other teams that you liked better. Yeah. They yeah, just... they aren't, they're not that good this year, but I, I can't do that to my boy Kyle Lowry. I like I just, I like that Raptors team, uh, even before they won. Uh, I got the Clippers at 24, and I have a little asterisk saying uh, – that they're only that high because they have Kawhi Leonard. If they didn't have Dude. Kawhi Leonard, if they didn't have Kawhi Leonard, I would have them like down there with like right below or right above the Boston Celtics at twenty nine, probably. Just because I don't like the Clippers at all. I don't like their organization. Uh, I'm not going to pin this on current ownership, but you know they had their run in with racial problems with their last owner, and then uh, they just. They're kind of a shifty organization. Find, like they, like they were real uh, sneaky with the DeAndre Jordan signing when they wanted to keep that group yeah, together. That and then stupid. they literally just ripped the rug out of uh, Doc Rivers' feet, even though, like, is that necessarily his fault? Because it could have possibly been maybe, I don't know, Paul George missing shots in the playoffs, not showing up. I don't know. I just felt like they did Doc dirty. Like, you know what I mean? They should have, like, at least ran it back one more time. Um, who do you have for 24? Wizards. Wizards? Washington Wizards. Yeah, they're struggling. They're struggling, but I, you know, I like, I like some of their role players that are going there. Uh, 23, I cut the Los Angeles Lakers. And again, I've got an asterisk saying if they didn't have LeBron, they'd be down there with the Celtics and the Clippers. But they have LeBron and I respect LeBron. Uh, so they're at, uh, 23. Which is kind of funny because LeBron's twenty three, but um, I've just never liked the Lakers. Uh, I grew up hating the Lakers, so I can't really have yeah. them too high on any list. And I would never. The Lakers are one of those teams. The Lakers and the Celtics and the Clippers 
are one of those teams that I would just never wear their merchandise, like ever. I would never be caught dead wearing any kind of LA gear or Boston Celtics yeah, gear. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so that's who I got at 23. Oh, I got Hawks. Yeah, the Atlanta Hawks. Got the Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks are, are a little iffy. And uh, uh, I got the Nets at 22, but I... I would have probably had them a little bit higher if they didn't make the trade for Harden. But just because they made the trade for Harden, I feel like it's just going to be kind of boring to watch their games. Like, they're going to be blowing teams out, you know. Yeah. It's not going to be interesting. And I also am kind of frustrated that there's been a shift of power (laughs) in such favor to the Brooklyn Nets. Like, I I don't know who's going to match them offensively. True. And I don't know if any defensive team, like they just played the Bucks, which are the best defensive team in the league, and they, they beat them. So I don't even know if any defense is going to be able to stop that. And uh, I'm not going to go for the, if the Lakers make the finals, I'm not going to go for the Lakers. But if Brooklyn wins, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, so I got the Nets at 22. I got Orlando. The Magic. Yeah, they've yeah. really, they've really, they started off really strong this year and they kind of just, I don't know what. <laughs> well, Fultz, honestly, Fultz got injured, and now it's like. Yeah. Uh, I got the Kings at twenty-one. Uh, got the Bucks. Got the Bucks. You got the Bucks at twenty-one. You yeah. don't like the Bucks. I don't or? like the Bucks. I don't like. You're not sold on Giannis, or yeah. I'm not necessarily sold on Giannis either. I but don't because they're like, kind of a good team. He shows up and then he doesn't. You know, like he. Just... And then I see where you're coming from. And then they're also kind of a boring team to watch. Yeah, it's not. It's not like exciting no, or anything like that. So, it's just like either they get blown out defensively, or they just beat up on a little team. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about. It. Like they or they or they're playing a team that has no answer for Giannis. True. Yeah. It's just a big bully down there. So uh, twenty, I've got the Orlando Magic. Uh, for similar reasons like they started off really good and now it's just they don't like have anybody they have a lot of injuries actually markel fultz is injured i think evan fournier is injured uh their rookie isaac got injured and i don't know necessarily what his timetable is to come back but ever they just don't have the pieces to like compete in the league right now it's uh it's kind of sad because they started off really good i got rockets Got Rockets at twenty, yeah. Cause you, is it because you think that they're uh, not gonna do good? Or? Yeah, I just but also because I kind of there's I've like an aspect to them. Really like the Rockets. You don't like? Well, I mean, yeah, you're a Spurs fan. Yeah. I don't like the Rockets either, but like there is like this particular this team in particular. There's kind like, of like a underdog. Even with I Harden, I just still I just don't like Harden either. But I put. I got the Nets up higher. So. At 19, I got the New Orleans Pelicans just because I'm not sold on their group. I don't really like like all of their young core are like players that I'm not sold on and I haven't bought into they're going to be able to you know, be on a team that can win a championship. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. You think about they'll them. burn out? Like I'm not sold on Lonzo Ball being that good. Like He's going to be like a good backup point guard maybe. You know what I mean, and then I think Brandon he's Ingram too cocky. Yeah, that too. Like all their all their players are kind of cocky because of all the hype that's been like pumped into them. Yeah, they're like Brandon Ingram. Oh, sure, he can. Play. Brandon Ingram can score the ball, but like he's never going to contribute to a winning basketball team just because he's like one of those me 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 players. And then uh, the thing with Zion Williamson, like sure he's putting up good numbers now, but I want to see that longevity. I want to see if he can do that for ten years in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a big body to be punishing that much, like every like night Shaq, in, night like out. Shaq. Or, or like even like Greg Oden. But if you think Young Shaq was built way different than, well, yeah, Shaq's an anomaly. So yeah, uh, that's who I got at nineteen. I got OKC. OKC. Oh yeah, I kind of like their team, so I have them a little bit higher. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty much like not trying to win basketball games. I feel like for the next couple of years, but you never know. They could. Uh, I'm pretty sure Al Horford's on that team. Uh, I got the Bucks at 18 just because they're they're a boring team, and I don't think they're I don't think they're doing enough 
to try and keep Giannis there. Uh, I think they need to test the waters with some trades to try and add some pieces there. Um, who you got at 18? I got the Nuggets. The Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets have slipped. They've slipped. I don't know what's going on with them. They just can't win basketball games right now. Yeah, I don't know. And defensively, they just look horrible. Um, I got the Philadelphia 76ers at 17. <coughs> Mainly because, like, I don't know. I don't know. They're doing really good right now. Uh, but firstly, I'm not a Sixers fan, so I don't really pay attention to them anyway. That's why they're so low on the list. Um, and I'm not a fan of Ben Simmons, and I'm kind of a fan of Joel Embiid, but I have like work ethic questions with him. Like, I don't know if he's ever like fully committed to like winning basketball games. Like, he's either some games he'll be there, some games he just decides like oh, I'm not. <laughs> it just seems like he's lost sometimes. So I've got them at 17. 17. I got Celtics. Celtics, and just because the, the attitude. Yeah, they've got a weird and, attitude. And it's, pro- like, it's probably because yeah. I'm real biased because I watched a whole different game of basketball. I mean, even when I play basketball, I don't like playing with that attitude. Yeah, they're a little cocky. They're a little, like, in your face. And, you know, they're really good defensively, but they just got to they gotta be a little more humble, I feel like. Yeah. They're like the Clippers of the East. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, they haven't made the, I mean they they act like they've won the East before, like with the unit they have, and they just they have not. You know what I mean? <laughs> they've I been feel like they, by LeBron. I feel like the Heat and the Clippers should trade. You know they have like the Clippers have that East mentality and the Heat have that West mentality. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel that. I've got uh I've got the Wizards at sixteen just because like. I want to see. I'm I'm rooting for Westbrook to kind of figure it out and like get some of that slander off of his name. Because I mean, people really talk down on Russell Westbrook. I mean, but the dude has averaged a triple double, and uh, in particular that year after Kevin Durant left and he led the Thunder to the playoffs. Like that was really commendable, and I think that you know. He kind of proved that he's not absolutely terrible. Uh, although I do think it's a situation where he's got to be like with the right, he's got to be in the right situation for things to work. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. And they also have some young guys on the, the Wizards that I like, like Mo Wagner and uh, Danny Advia, Rory Hachimura, Bradley Bill. Uh, I so I got the sport. Wizards at 16. I got, I got Memphis. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, they got Jaws back. Yeah, Jaws He's finally back. back. They got slow mo on that team. They got slow mo. I got the Denver Nuggets fifteen uh, for likely reasons. They just, I mean, I just can't go for them right now. Like they have Jokic, but like, what are his numbers doing for their record? Like, yeah, they kind of that those teams that beat up the Lakers and beat up all those other teams that took them to Game Seven. Yeah. What well, they're not there. They're not there. Like if, I don't know what's going on with Jamal Murray. Like, I don't know Jamal Murray, and this is the big question mark for Jamal Murray's like career. Was like, sure he can put up thirty every now and then, but can he do it every night? But yeah. he was able to do it in the bubble. But like, where is that now? <laughs> I don't know if like they got their feelings hurt or like. Well, they also they did lose their three best defenders in the offseason which should speak volumes like the fact that these guys didn't want to stay it should really tell you like maybe there's something wrong with the organization or something's going on in that yeah, locker room that we don't know story. about yeah uh, i got the calves you got the calves nice yeah yeah i've got the calves top 15 too i it's weird cuz like watching watching the lebron calves and going for the LeBron Cavs against, in particular, against Golden State, kind of like made me like a Cavs fan. Yeah, because I'm the type I of fan. Like, and then I like to see Kyrie on that team. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And even when Kyrie was there, yeah. yeah. And Dion Waiters and all them. Anthony Bennett. They had Anthony Bennett for a little yeah, bit. Those colors kind of grew on me a little bit. Because I'm the type of uh, I'm the type of NBA, I guess, viewer that uh, 
when I watch a team, if I'm watching a team like because there's an all-star on there or like I'm just seeing them because they're getting nationally televised a lot, I'll start to like the team and I'll like to like know all the role players and all this. So yeah, some of those guys that are on that team, yeah, like I'm just like attached. And I'm a huge JaVale McGee fan. Yeah. I've always loved JaVale McGee. McGee. Um, Dang, so you got the Cavs. I got the Thunder at 14 just because I like – see, the Pelicans, have they have a young core, but I don't like them. You know what I mean? Because they're cocky and all that stuff. I'm opposite. But OKC's young core – I'm all in with. They got Lou Dort. They got uh, Shea Gildress Alexander. Uh, who else they got? They've got somebody else that I'm, I'm slipping my mind. But like Shea Gildress Alexander, I'm all in on him. And Lou Dort. Lou Dort's going to be a beast in this league in a couple years. You just watch. So I got OKC at 14. I got uh, the Pacers. Oh, Indiana Pacers. They got, yeah. I think they got really better uh, adding Karis Levert. Yeah. They that was a good, good swap little scrappy squad. Scrappy. And Sabonis is having a year, man. He's having quite the year. Um, yeah, he's averaging 21 points. 13, I got the Raptors. They're, they they might dip down after this season, depending on what they do, because I have a really weird feeling that they might try to trade Kyle Lowry if things keep going south for them. Um, they're on a three-game win streak right now, but they started off so bad that they're only 5-8. and eight. After this three-game win streak, yeah, which so means they were two and eight at one. So point. early though. Um, but I just you know it goes back to what I was saying, like watching the because I was a Cavs fan or not a Cavs fan. I, I like the Raptors in the East. I, you remember like a couple of years back when they had DeRozan and like Terrence Ross yeah. and uh, I forgot who the other guy is. I think they had Pat Patterson for a little bit. Uh, when they were making their runs in the playoffs and they kept getting stopped by LeBron. Like I just, I don't know. I kind of just grew fond of them and I lo- really love Kyle Lowry yeah. as a point guard. He might be like my favorite point guard. He shows a lot league. of emotion on the court um, when he plays. So I've got the Raptors there and I really hope that they can, you know, figure it out and get stuff going. I got the Clippers. Got the Clippers? Yeah. That's high, man. I would never, yeah, <laughs> I would never put the Clippers on. They got... But you, but you don't have the animosity that I do. Like yeah. the, the as a Mavs fan, I literally hate the Clippers. Like, yeah, that's why I hate the Rockets. Same. Yeah, it's similar. Kind of same yeah. feeling. Wait, that's funny because I have the Rockets at twelve. Yeah. Just because yeah. I'm, I'm their squad that they have right now. I'm not necessarily a Rockets fan, but the squad that they have right now, I could buy into that. Like in a playoff run, I could buy into rooting for them. Like yeah. if the Mavs were out and like they were last. Last I mean, option. I always buy in that. I would, I would totally go for them. Texas team, I, I kind of go for Texas teams in the playoffs, just because like, you know, that's, that's where that's we're from. Because we represent, though. Uh, yeah, and the whole Southwest division is actually like really stacked. Usually, you remember that one year that they all made the playoffs. Yeah. Um. But you know, John Wall, Victor Oladipo, John Wall, Victor Oladipo, uh, Tucker. Cousins, Christian Wood. With Eric Gordon coming off the bench. That's a squad. That's a playoff team. Like, on paper, on paper, you take all the narrative out of it, like injuries and all that stuff. Because they are all they can all still play in the league. That's why they're still in the league. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a good team on paper. So, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Like, obviously, it's, it's up in the air. But we'll see what happens. Who you got for 12? I got the Trailblazers. Blazers, I got Blazers eleven. Yeah, uh, I gotta see him. I think defensively, like I really like, I like them offensively when they're healthy. But offensively, they, but they, I kind of, they gotta back, know when to back down just a little bit because they'll go. So I like, I mean, I like Damian Lillard, but sometimes he gets way too cocky. Like sometimes it's like he can prove it though, but it's, it's like. He's fallen in love a bit too much with that like super deep three that he's known for. Yeah. And I feel like he's at a point where he thinks that he has to take that shot because he's known for that shot. Yeah. And sometimes he'll force it. And like it's like with any make or miss. Yeah, I think like that's the a- shot's really good if it goes in, but like it goes back to like Luka Doncic's uh step back and at the end of like two minutes left in the in the fourth. Yeah. If it goes in 
I remember you still... <laughs> if he goes in, yeah, you're like, like, oh my God, that's a great shot. But if he misses it and you end up losing the game, you're like, why the hell did you take that yeah, shot? Yeah, like you got to think, is there a better option? It's like... Uh, Sometimes. It's also like when Curry... It's kind of hard. ...lost to LeBron in the finals. And at the end of that game, he took this... He was taking threes and he was missing them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they look really good when they're going in. But like, if you take that shot and you miss it... It looks horrible. That's a terrible shot. Yeah. Uh, and for that reason, that's why I've got the Trailblazers at as low as 11. But I do like their squad, and I understand that, you know, Narkic is injured, and now uh, CJ McCollum is going to be out for four weeks at least. Did you see that? No. He's got like a hairline fracture in his foot. Oh, shit. So, I mean, he's getting on the verge of being injury prone because remember, he, he messed up his back uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. So, nice. that's something you need to watch because. I could free up a spot in the playoffs if you know they can't stay healthy. True. Who you got for eleven? I got the Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Sweet. It's a a team that looks real good. They got a you lot of good. I like Stephen Adams. I like Stephen Adams and JJ Redick. Yeah, and they, that's who I like on this. <laughs> yeah, JJ is. A, I think he's a little gone now. Yeah, but, he's an old guy. He's an old yeah, geezer now. Uh, they got some good. I mean, there is potential there. I'll say there is potential there, but they need to figure out how to like gel together and like balance. It's got to be a balancing act. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know if I'm the if I'm the Pelicans, I'd entertain training Brandon Ingram just because like I don't think he's contributing to winning bas- to winning basketball games. Sure, he's going to get you points, but he's a he's a better asset to trade away and bring in more people that will contribute to winning basketball games than just having a scorer that just scores you know what i mean so i've got the grizzlies at 10 uh also because (laughs) they shocked the whole league last season uh and they should have made the playoffs so like last season when the portland made the playoffs like i was kind of happy about it but then i thought like that's kind of messed up to the Grizzlies because, you know, they they fair and square with the record and everything got the eighth seed. Yeah. And then because they had a bad game in the play-in, <laughs> they just got taken out of the playoffs. Yeah. Like, it was, was kind of screwing. It, it... And our, I could argue that maybe that Grizzlies team, just because they're so much younger, uh, could have probably uh, helped – a, contribute a little bit more to maybe getting two games on the Lakers. They wouldn't have won the series, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like their energy, and it would have been cool to see like John Morant versus LeBron James. Yeah. Um. So I've got them at ten. I've got the Heat. Got the Heat at ten. Top ten. We're getting yeah. a serious business. Yeah, because. Uh... All right, let's take let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with our top ten. All right. Do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six tenths of a second remaining. The brilliant shooting of Stephen Curry continues. All right, welcome back, folks. Welcome back, guys. Here we're going to get down into the top 10 uh, favorite teams in the league. Uh, I put the Memphis Grizzlies right before the break. Like I said, I said the Heat. The Heat, right now, they're not doing... They're doing about average. But, I mean, they just made the finals. And, you know, they made the finals with a scrappy unit that, like, had to exert 100% energy every night. Like... You they can don't see have game one and finals. You can see the oh yeah, oh yeah. Like <laughs> that's why they got hurt. They were trying so hard. Think how many games that they were they putting. They were sacrificing. They literally sacrificed their body in the finals. They, and they, they eight, got hurt. Eight extra games too. If you think about it. Yeah. And so that's exhausting. And eight, those eight games, it's not easy. You know, regular season, no pressure. Now we're not as much pressure. It's you got to. I guess there wasn't that much pressure on them. They were first. And... There was once they made it to the finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was like, oh, can you keep it up? Yeah, or are true. you just a fluke? And in my opinion, if they're fully healthy, they win that series. But, yeah, they just need more defense. But they lost. They lost them. 
So you have the Heat at 10. Uh, I've got I got the Pacers at 9 because I think, I think they moved up a lot in terms of like watchability and exciting excitement. I think the addition of Karis LeVert is going to be really good with Sabonis and uh, Malcolm Brogdon's on that team. A lot of people forget about Malcolm Brogdon. Rookie of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, and they also have TJ Warren, who had a really good yeah. uh, bubble playoffs, uh, is going to be coming back at some point. So they have potential to be like a three seed in the East, possibly. So I've got them at number nine. I got the Suns. Suns number nine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it should be a little bit higher, but I mean they are the kind rest, of struggling, and they the did. rest of the team go up. It, it's top. T- those teams are. Oh yeah, no, t- no. This is where it gets difficult. Yeah. This is where it's like, who do you really like and, stand with? But I had I kind of went more with gut more than with the stats on this one. And we're, we're also getting into like real like personal preference here. Yeah. So like the in this segment like it's more about like personal preference and like how good they are or like yeah. how good they are record wise uh versus like just what we think i've got um the utah jazz at number eight, eight. i got that you got the jazz i got the, the jazz, jazz are like they're my they were my dark horse last year they're one mike Connolly toilet bowl rim out away from being in the Nuggets' shoes yep and i think arguably they would have performed better they matched up in the Nuggets because they, uh, they have Rudy Gobert yeah. and Donovan Mitchell is a proven because Jamal Murray like he did that stuff in the bubble but nobody knew that he could do that. No, Donovan, like, Mitchell's Donovan Mitchell would still drop, could drop at he's, least thirty every night. He's still doing it. So. He's a different breed. Um, he's just and then playing. they have players like Joe Ingles. I love Joe Ingles. Yeah, just and somebody also, that should. Like, he's like the Manu or the Matt Bonner dude of the Spurs, like the Spurs dude. Just somebody oh, yeah. that doesn't. The other thing, yeah, exactly. He he he's that foreign player that like this is gives awkward. people good looks and like when he needs to turn it on, he'll turn it on. Yeah. Uh, and I have I have a theory that I have this weird uh, psychological love for the Jazz because that's who Kobe was playing in his last game. He was playing the Jazz and like Joe Ingles and like Rudy Gobert and like all these other oh. players, and it was a really good game. And I think, like, because of that and because of, like, how much that game, like, meant to me, it's like, when I watched it, brain. I'm, like, kind of, like, a fan of those of those players. Speaking of which, kind of crazy, uh, a week from today is the one-year yeah, anniversary it's of uh, Kobe's death. Uh, rest in peace. That, we'll pour one out for you, that, man. I don't know about y'all, but to me, that there has been no other death since I've been alive, that I, just the, shocked. I the cried. Nation. I cried when I read that it. Shocked the nation more than Kobe did. It's and that shows how much he impacted, not just in the basketball but the community. He was a role model. Like I looked up everywhere to him growing up. Um, yeah, I mean, it was heartbreaking. It was definitely heartbreaking. And then, like as a father, like when I found out that his daughter also died, I just couldn't. I couldn't like keep my shit together. Yeah. Just that's just a tragedy. Um, but that's, anyway, that's why, that's why I think I have like a love for the jazz a little bit. Like the jazz have a little part spot in my heart because I watch those, I watch those players like when they were nothing, uh, play Kobe Bryant and compete at a high level. Uh, I've got the Cavaliers at seven, uh, because Dang, you got them. I got them high cause I like their, I like their team. I like JaVale McGee. I love JaVale McGee, uh, now they're going to have Tarine Prince and Jared Allen. And Andre Drummond's having a good year. And I like Colin Sexton. And I like uh, Jetty Osman. You know, it goes back into, like, I watched kind of all those young guys, like, come in and, like, LeBron take them to the finals. So I'm kind of, like, connected to that. Um, So I've got them at seven. I got the Mavs. I got your team. Got the Mavs at seven, dude. You got them that yeah. low? <laughs> I'm just fucking busy. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I just like, put them there to, like so you didn't cry to, on the pod. <laughs> I got the heat at six just because like I think they're gonna figure it out. They need to, and I think they will too. I think they're gonna figure it out. I think, I think, think what Spolstra is doing right now is he's putting the younger guys that showed weakness in the finals, right, or like showed maybe immaturity or like get not them, making the right decision. Time out he's there. challenging them early in the season. 
so that they're ready. So when the playoffs, when the playoffs come, it's nothing. That's smart. It's going to be easy. It's kind of like what Pop used to do. The, I think LeBron definitely held him back coaching-wise. Oh, yeah. It, for sure. It, he's way smarter than he looks. Oh, yeah. Eric Spolstra is top top three coach in the league. I think it's I think it goes Pop, Rick Carlisle, and then Eric Spolstra. They've been doing it for a while. And they stuck with the team, so they know they, they got a method to their madness. Yeah. Who you got? For six, I got Nets. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I got them. It is kind of worth rooting. Like, it is like, it's one of those what-if situations. I said on the last podcast, I said, to make things even, and it's partially a joke. I mean, they could be, yes, they could be better if they made the trade, but it's partially a joke on, like, people saying that Russell Westbrook's toxic. I said, to make the league more interesting, <laughs> to more balance again, they should trade Kyrie to the to the Wizards for Russell Westbrook. Just to kind of like even the playing field again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it is kind of worth it. It would be cool if Harden, I'm not going to lie, it would be cool if Harden got a ring. And it looks like he might get a ring. Because, I mean, he has like one MVPs and Drops. he has been the scoring championship, you know, years for years. Like, so. I mean, he does, in a sense, like, deserve it, but it's just kind of shitty to, like, look at that and, like, you know, Harden was able to get what he wants. But he also, Harden was also the reason that CP3 is, like, where he is, and he's on a Suns team that might not make the finals. And, like, arguably, Chris Paul deserves to get a ring more than James Harden. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Like, that's one of the guys that I really hope he gets a ring before he retires. Like, even if he, like, starts ring chasing, I wouldn't even hold it against him. I would be super happy for him if he won a ring because he deserves it he's one of those guys that like really deserves it so i've got the phoenix suns at five i got speaking of chris paul (laughs) i've got the phoenix suns at five because i think that they're gonna they're gonna be a problem in the in the west especially playoffs especially in the playoffs they got veterans i got uh lakers lakers at five even though i hate them i mean they're I mean, it's hard to hate LeBron James, but He's so, like, I don't like how cocky Anthony Davis is getting. Like, when he starts saying, like, I'm that guy stuff, and then now, like, when he shoots threes and makes them, dude, he's so cocky about it now. It's like nine points. It's like, dude, you want a ring because LeBron James gave you an opportunity to be on his team. It's yeah. not because you won the championship. LeBron James just decided or to pick you. the Pelicans, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um... So you've got the Lakers. I've got the Warriors at four. I got the Knicks. I got the Knicks. I got the Knicks yeah. at three. Yeah. Uh, I got the Warriors at four because you know I I wasn't a big Golden State hater until they like I kind of didn't like them, but when they added KD, it was more so I was mad that that they needed to do that. Like because they were seventy three and nine. And they added KD. It just seemed like, why? Like, that's so unfair. Yeah. You're literally like the best regular season it, in history. I don't and think, you just added KD. Yeah, I don't think it. one of those things where it like looked really good. You know, they had an all-star team. Yeah. And it just didn't. Yeah. Not everyone. It couldn't. Those play, type of players need to score. They need exactly. to, They need to have them, the high numbers. They need to have basically all the opportunities they can get. And you take that away and. Yeah. They lose. They lose their mojo. They lost their their functionality. Um, I've got the Knicks at three. I got the Sixers. You got the Sixers at three. You like? Do you like the Sixers? Mm-hmm. Big Sixers fan. Um, I like the Sixers. Oh yeah, you have a jersey. You have a jersey. Yeah, but that's different. Uh, that's a different Sixers team. Uh, yeah, I've got the Knicks, and then uh, number two, I got the San Antonio Spurs. Just because they're my second favorite team. Yeah. Just because I'm from San Antonio. I got the Warriors. You got the Warriors? Yeah. Uh, the Spurs also this season, in particular, the Spurs would probably be lower, but since they're starting to play Spurs basketball again. I like to watch it. Like, I, it's super fun to be, like, to, like, watch Spurs games this year. Just because they're, they're back to the game that they used to, they used to play and, like, the game that you know that the Spurs are known for. You're just, it's, there's an expectation that comes with Spurs basketball. And I feel like they forgot about that for the past two years. And then now they're like, all right, we're going to try it again. It's almost and, like they're like kind of 
holding back first half. They were like, yeah. And then they balls to the wall second half. Oh, and they dude, come back. They love. Said, they come back oh, central. Oh, yeah. I've always said the Spurs, like no matter the score, they could be down 15 or whatever. If it's not the fourth quarter yet, oh, I always God. tell people Spurs are a fourth quarter team. The Spurs what, literally could like not try until the fourth quarter and still win. And I wonder if that's maybe because the players panic and they rely on Pop and they be like, okay, so he knows what he's doing in this situation. Or it's both ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the Spurs, the Spurs, <laughs> I got news for people. The Spurs in like two years are going to be really good. Even, dude, people don't realize they're going to have two max slots this offseason. Yep. And being that they're the Spurs, they don't even need two max players. They could just add like four like really good like MLE players. Mm-hmm. Scrappy dudes. Yeah. Some scrappy dudes that, know, that contribute. It goes back to contributing. you got to have guys on your team that contribute to winning basketball yeah, games. Yeah, it's Spurs type of players too. Um, but I've got, I know you've got the Spurs one, right? Yeah. And I've got the Mavericks. I got the Mavericks at number one just because I'm like, just because I'm a Mavericks. <laughs> and I love, I love my boys. Yeah. I watch them all the time and, you know, Luca's amazing. But uh, that's it. That's uh, 30 through one, least favorite to favorite NBA teams. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do a real quick draft of our first-month All-Stars. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. Irving puts it up. It's good! Kyrie Irving from downtown! And the Cavaliers by three! Welcome back to Home Court Static, guys. I'm Jackson. Cameron. And uh, we're going to do a mock All-Star draft. draft first month. It's a little under a month, but we're just gonna run like we're yeah. since we do podcasts like at the beginning of the week, we're just gonna do it right now. Um, I'm gonna give you first pick. I got first pick. Dang. Let's do uh, let's do it by position. So we'll do like point guard, okay, point guard, shooting guard, All right. small forward. Who you got? I got Curry, dude. Damn it, damn. <laughs> Fuck, I want to court. I want to Curry. Dude, Curry right now. <laughs> he's been balling dude. out, He man. came back. and He's scary. He's like, he's back. It's like, like he's literally off. back. It, it's annoying because you watch Curry ball out and you're like, We're, if Clay Thompson was there, man, they would be it's like, but torching I think league. he's more controlled, though. Yeah. It's like, it's a little less cocky, more control. Like, but I will say. His aggression into the game. Yeah, that's true. His yeah. emotion into the game. He just he, he also had an interview saying that like he enjoys being the underdog again because like that's kind of how they accelerated to like where they were is they wanted to prove people wrong. And now he's got that chip on his shoulder. But I will say he plays a lot better when Draymond Green is on the floor. When he's got someone like that he's used to seeing cuz I think that's what it is. He like doesn't really know anyone. But when he can see Draymond there, he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember. We won three rings." You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I feel that. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. You can get your boy Luca. He's not a point guard though. Yeah. Like I don't want to draft him as a point guard because like he's technically like a small forward. Yeah, he's big. Uh, oh, damn it! I didn't even like think about it because <laughs> I was gonna draw. I was gonna draw Curry. Like that's yeah. who I came in with. I'm gonna go ahead and get. Uh, I'm gonna get Chris Paul. It's good. I like the leadership. Yeah. I like what he brings to the table. He can contribute to winning a basketball game. So I got Chris Paul. Now I'll move to shooting guard. I got Bradley Beal. He's averaging 34.9 points per game. He's going to be my scorer. I, I get Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. That's a good pick. Good pick. It's a cool little matchup. Driving dish. Slash. They both can do it. Yeah. They both can shoot. All right, you get another one. So you, get, you got you got Beal. Yeah, I got Beal. All right, small forward. Oh, I got Kawhi. All right, I got Luca. I got Luca. Even though he, he left me, I still got. I, got Dude, I love Kawhi. Man. I got a I, I don't. I'm not down with all the people that hate Kawhi in San Antonio. I hate him for a split second. I mean, but once you get past that, I was and you more. Watch him play, it wasn't really hate. It was just saltiness, and jealous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and all the all the other Spurs fans hyped me up a little bit. Um, for power forward, 
Oh, I'm gonna get KD all day. I'm gonna get KD. Oh I got KD because he he's a really good defender, and uh, I think he's underrated on that aspect. People like to say that he's not a good defender, but I think KD is a great defender. And I'm gonna need that dagger three. If it's a close game, I'm gonna need that dagger transition three. Who better to get it from than KD? Damn, I should have picked Jokic though. Yeah, he's dirty, dude. <laughs> he's been putting up some numbers. I think I'm gonna go Davis. Anthony Davis at power forward. Yeah, that's yeah. a good that's a good pickup. Someone that can battle down a little bit. Not too someone that's comfortable stepping out. Yeah. Damn, I should have picked Sabonis for power forward, actually. But um, I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert just because I need some defense. So I got Rudy Gobert. I'm going to go Jokic. Nice. You're going for the scoring? Yeah, I'm going for crafty. Crafty and scoring. That's why I have like I got Gobert to stop him. <laughs> it's a good thing I got. <laughs> it's probably like the best person I could have to like stop Jokic. I got Davis and Leonard for defense. I got uh so I've got Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, Luka Doncic, KD, and Gobert. I've got like two solid defense uh, defensive players and Chris Paul and Gobert. And then I've got uh I'm not gonna call Luka a clutch scorer. I know that sounds probably kinda weird, but I just don't I've I've seen him play. He's not good in the clutch. Uh so, but I've got Chris Paul and KD as my clutch closers. Yeah. And I've got Luca there to like be able to like drive, and they, it's Luca Doncic. They got to commit, and so I'm spreading the floor that way. And then I got some rim protection. Hopefully, I don't know if it's going to be effective, but it might be. It's my best chance to stop Jokic is Rudy Gobert. So yeah, if y'all anybody out there that can make these squats happen, who you got? Who you got? Yeah, I got Curry, Mitchell, Leonard, Davis, Jokic. Damn, you so got, got you got. I got Leonard and Davis solid defense. Yeah, I know solid you've defenders. Got, you've got Mitchell crazy scoring. He can play defense too. You have Let, crazy scoring. Curry in, can uh, play defense. Yes, but also your scoring is out <laughs> the fucking wazoo. It's Curry, Mitchell, uh, freaking Jokic can also score and facilitate. Yeah, I got three thirty-point scores. I don't know. We might have to figure out how to like play simulate this game on like two K or something. See who wins. We, we might do, we might we do that. We can go by fantasy and do like how much they how many points they score and add them up. Yeah, we could do that by team. Yeah, we could do that. We'll we'll try to figure out some kind of simulation and on the next pod we'll talk about you know what came about. How, yeah, but uh, that's gonna be it for this this week's pod and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week to give you some more uh, takes on NBA action. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to Home Court Static. Peace. Peace out, guys. Again high for the rebound. That's knocked down. And they'll reset. Nowitzki again for the lead. Bang!